0: Is it the mic or is it crisp? One of the eternal questions we're going to try and answer right here with Lori, Jay, and Joe on the team. Beautiful Tuesday evening here in Southern California on April 27th, 2021. My name's Joe batanz and I am joined as always by My two favorite people on this planet. Well, one of them. I'll leave. Yeah. First from uh, Los Feliz, California. He's the shirted one,
1: Mr. J. guess. hello, Jay. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm well. Thank you. You say los feliz? Uh,
0: yeah, I, I you know I read a really good article that that only like yeah I know the proper one is los felices, right? That's how you say it in Spanish. But uh, but it, then I feel like I sound like a douchey hipster if I say los felices. Mm, what do you I say? I
1: I say los Feliz regardless. No matter what I sound like.
0: Yeah. Anyway, also with us today is the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gore herself. The one, the only, Lori Camp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp.
2: Hello. I call it flesh. That's what I say. Yeah,
0: well, mm-hmm. I'm glad you, you weighed in on that because no one is more of an icon in the Los Angeles comedy and improv scene than one of our co-hosts, Miss Lori Roggenkamp. She was she was so good. She was too good for Sunday Company as a ground. I was.
2: That's what they told me. They were yeah. like, you know what? You should do. you You could do better. Yeah. This is
0: beneath. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is beneath you.
2: This, this is beneath you. <laughs> Chase, my teacher was like, I just don't. I don't see them improving on what is already perfect. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. You know, Joe. You know, when like uh soap operas or old like uh. Like romantic movies, where you know, like the everything's going really well, and then all of a sudden the woman coughs <laughs> and she like sees a little bit of blood, and yeah. you know, oh, she's definitely gonna die, yeah, she's dead. that's kind of how I feel uh this podcast is with Jay Ellis wearing sleeves, uh <laughs> the fact that Jay has a sleeved shirt on makes me think, oh, something bad's gonna yeah, happen
0: yeah, <laughs> you you know Lori makes a good point, Jay usually does the show either shirtless or tanked. That, that, is that a correct adjective?
1: But... Rarely. <gasps> Shirtless. It tank top. But the sleeves are cut, if you'll look.
2: Oh, okay. So, well, so rest bad.
1: easy. Yeah, but, but we're not seeing I shoulders. T- I do have a tickle in my throat and some bulbs no! have come up earlier. No! Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: no. But, or as Jay calls it, his winter coat. That's what he's wearing. <laughs> <right now. laughs>
1: yeah. I had a bit of a chill this afternoon, so yeah. I put on a full shirt. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, a cut shirt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, my God. If you were wearing a long sleeve shirt, I'd be like, are you currently...
1: Oh, I demand scissors so I could just cut them off immediately.
2: you currently going through chemo? Let's
0: a little, Let's do a little bit of a check-in here, Lori. Since the last time we spoke, uh what's sort of been uh the highlights of, or lowlights, if you will, of your past couple of weeks?
2: Well, um, you know, I, uh, i become a little bit of a psychic and I had a premonition that I was going to be on your, uh, Golden Girls podcast Yeah. sometime in June. So I, uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun doing that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Adam Slender, although I will say mm-hmm. I had so many mixed emotions. I've fallen, look, I've fallen on it's a good thing, but... I had so many I'm so tired yeah. that my reactions to things are like two hours later. Yeah. Like like star the other day said something and like literally at eleven like at she I called her at seven o'clock in the morning and at eleven o'clock at night I went, wait, what? <laughs> That's how long it took me to realize. What she said, and so Adam Salandra. In my premonition,
0: mm-hmm. well, give them uh, context because people aren't going to hear this episode. No, first of all, the exclusive tier is not going to hear this episode till late June. It's going to be even later for everybody else. But what what happened? Yeah,
2: so I did. Uh, I did the Golden Golden Girls podcast with Adam Salandra and Joe Joe Batons. <laughs>
0: That's I right. heard uh, of him before. Yeah,
2: yeah, and we were talking about his fiance. Yeah, and Joe asked, you know when am I going to meet him? And Adam said, oh, never. He would never meet any of you. (laughs) Yeah. And so (laughs) first, like I was, I was like, whatever. And then I started thinking about it after the show. And I was like, wow, that's a real dick thing to say. But then I was like, you know what? Actually, that's good that he's honest because I don't know if my girlfriend would ever meet. I think she'd meet joe but like maybe if we got married or something i've met her oh you have met her yeah when
0: like when you guys first started dating and she was at your house
2: oh i don't remember that at all
0: and then she said i was a real cutie patootie
2: (laughs) yeah she she calls men that she finds uh she finds adorable cute little feathers oh that's what it was you're, you're a cute little feller
0: yeah
1: so, she doesn't she, she, she has, has no go. interest in meeting anybody or she just actively is like I don't want to meet them
2: no no it's not that it's just that she uh well first off in general she's not a big fan of men um so there's that
1: uh-huh <laughs> just men not no qualifier like cis gay men yeah, the straight men just okay just
2: men in general
1: yeah
2: um for uh, actually i think she's gotten a lot better cuz when we first started dating she was like i have zero interest in it ever having any guy friends. She I lived like with she a man. Guy, she yeah. has several guy friends. She has several, so I don't get that. But anyway, so she...
0: Wait. Did you pick up a well and drink from it? I did. Okay.
2: It's my baby. It's yeah. My water baby.
0: <laughs> okay. the only person that buys bottles for disaster preparedness and that's just her daily drinking bottle.
1: She looks like yeah. she could put a candle in there and then say the the red coats are coming after yeah. she's done drinking it. It yeah. looks like a full lantern. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um she uh, I'll tell you a second story about what happened this during class today, but it's it's like a it, it's not that interesting. Um I Can't
1: wait. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but so anyways, long story short is she's the way that Jay or not Jay, the way that Adam described it was you know his fiance works a lot so when he does have downtime he likes to spend it with people that he already knows and likes you know so he doesn't want to necessarily be introduced to anybody new because you know he doesn't he just doesn't need that kind of anxiety i guess or you know he just works so much so i get that mm-hmm. and i feel like me and my girlfriend are kind of the same way we're like we you know when we can spend time together we just want to be with each other, you know? So I don't know if we necessarily do mo- do a lot of, like, going out and hanging out with people, sort mm-hmm. of thing.
0: Well, let me ask this. Lori, uh, Jay, do you think Paul, your boyfriend, will ever meet Lori?
1: Oh, probably, eventually. I can't imagine a scenario where you know kind of like how when carlo came to town we went to umami yeah. like i could i i don't know why he wasn't there that time but I, i'd imagine that it'll happen down the road yeah or like get a, a social hangout next time now that like once we're all able to hang yeah. out again now
0: laurie you said something on the air yesterday on golden girls that i say is patently false but since you had that impression i want to see if jay had this impression what did you say my opinion of paul was
2: oh well, because you always tell the story of how when you asked Paul a question, a lawyer question, and Paul said, "That's not. I'm not your lawyer. I can't answer that." So my my thought was that you were saying that Paul was a dick to you, because that's just sort of how you portrayed it. So I thought that that, and you were saying, "No, that's not." But I mean, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. If I kept telling the same story over and over as the only introduction to this to a person. I feel like you would, somebody eventually would say like, oh, I guess Paul is a dick to Joe. So what's
1: your story of, well, okay. What's your story of Lori? Like if somebody doesn't know Lori, you're like, oh, well, here's the perfect story about Lori. Is it the Knott's Berry Farm Moby? I think I know which
0: one he's the The Knott's Berry
1: Farm Moby? When Moby yelled at Lori for throwing trash, but that on
0: wasn't Knott's Berry Farm. That was over on like Fountain in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, that was. So it's, at, she's been yelled oh, at by multiple people. We have okay. a
2: whole other story for Nutsberry Farm where this like
0: Middle we Eastern family. we Nutsberry Farm together?
2: We walked. <laughs> remember we walked around Nutsberry Farm. Oh and yes, we yes, yes. Uh-huh. You guys but make rem- jam. <laughs> remember we were at we were in the parking lot of Nutsberry Farm, and there was that Middle Eastern family where the woman was saving a parking space for her like, husband or family or something. That
0: seemed both like yesterday and 10 years ago.
2: And she, uh, and this Asian woman was yelling at her because she wanted to get into the parking space, but she was saving it for her her car. And so the Asian lady was, like, cussing her out, and this other woman was like, just move on! Like, she got involved. Mm -hmm. She's like, just move on! And the one woman turns to her and goes, thank you, you know, turns this woman, and we're walking up to the thing, Mm -hmm. and Joe, oh, Joe was writing a note because somebody was, like, double parked, right? There was somebody who was, like, double parked and Joe was writing a note. And so I turned to this <laughs> one. I said, you're everything that's wrong with this country. You guys and, are
1: such menaces. Like, <laughs> just walk and, to Knott's Berry Farm, note writer and fucking get involved in people's business but
2: then i realized right after i said that that i was like i feel like they're gonna think that i met the middle eastern part not the saving the space for <laughs> your family part like i was like i was like i i don't you're i think it's great that you're here but don't fucking save a parking space yeah <laughs> i was on the side of the asian lady she was like i was like i wish i would have reacted sooner because she should have gotten that parking space
1: do you remember this now, Joe? Yeah, I remember. Why this do now? I
2: remember
0: that story and I wasn't even there? I remember it now. Yeah, yeah. I, and I would write a really nasty note to this guy, like a long note.
2: Well, I think several people had written notes. Oh really? I think that's I think that's why you did it. I, you were like, Oh, other people have written notes, so I'm gonna write also write a note. Because this guy had like obviously been there all day and he double parked.
0: In my imagination that guy like read every note and wept and changed his his life after that.
2: No, I'm pretty sure there was a trash can right next to him. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure he just threw them immediately in the trash can. Cuz you know, they know who they
0: are. Anyway, Jay, what's going on? Did you ever have the impression, Jay, that no, I thought Paul was an asshole? His question. You didn't
2: answer his question. What would your story be? Oh, about Lori? Yeah.
0: What would it be now? There's so many now. Uh, I think Forks would be up there. But I used to tell the Best Foods versus Miracle Whip story a lot of times. That was one of my favorite stories. Because that was very indicative of Lori and her life. I think since we've built up quite the catalog that that's fallen to the wayside. So I think the Forks... I am in love. And maybe I'll start using the fact that... Oh God, there's so many good stories. Like, that whenever a package arrives, Lori has to go check under the cars and make sure they're not bombs. Um, what? I what is that, that one?
2: I just had to do that today.
0: Wait, we told what? that on a show, right, Lori? Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. I,
0: I feel that was Genius Parade. I feel that came up on Genius Parade okay. when Lori's mom aunt is afraid that they're going to someone's going to leave a bomb under the car. So if someone leaves a package from Amazon, they have to
1: sweep <laughs> it to make sure there's no bomb under the car. <laughs> she get a dog or a, a yeah like a German Shepherd that can sweep the the perimeter. That's
2: Fyi. Pretty much just amounts to me kicking the package, so it's not like, it's, it's not a foolproof plan. It's so, I'm yeah. definitely going to lose a leg if somebody decides to bomb me. So
1: if anything, you're making it worse. You're going to lose yeah. everything.
0: I was just at Lauren's house the other day picking something up, and I was thinking to myself, how much would it cost to get a kettlebell? And mm-hmm. I don't know how hard it is to saw things off on those, but then make it look like an old timey bomb with like a like a fuse. You know, and everything, and then put it under the car.
2: No. You would give my aunt a stroke if you did that.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and get one of those twisty mustaches. Yeah, like, and then and dance away. Yeah like, yeah, like a snidely
0: whiplash. But you know, uh, um uh, uh, yeah. But what if you had to introduce Paul? What, if you, have you, does Paul know that Laurie exists? Is a better question.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He knows and, that I do the tea with you guys.
0: Okay, and so wh- what? What's the story you've told Paul about Laurie?
1: i don't know if he's ever asked a follow-up question as to who laurie is so i don't think i have a yeah story. you
0: know what i know paul i know he's never asked a follow-up question about who laurie is <laughs> so let me ask this yeah. question when you called adam salandra to uh possibly see if he was interested in doing work for us what did you tell him what did you say about me
1: oh i was very specific i said um This actually, I probably still have the text because I just texted him and I said, um, this might be up your alley. I don't know what your schedule or, you know, what you're up to, but, um, my friend runs a podcasting network and he's looking for a second chair for shady pines. I don't know if it's rotating or what the deal is because he's going for season two. Do you want me to put you in contact? And really, I didn't have any any flowery language around it because i wanted to get out the facts and then i think i wrote that introductory email for you guys both and then you went from there so i don't really know what the conversation was between you guys yeah
2: also people are putting in the comments on discord what they and one, people are saying that i think the number one is the me wiping myself with bleach wipes oh yeah number uh <laughs> another solid contender is my dad getting stuck in the desert having um, to sign yeah. contracts where i call my mom ma'am
1: I thought they had to call uh, you, ma'am.
2: Oh, that's was that it? I, I think it was it. Well, my mom. I I recently told a story where my mom made me made me pay her back five hundred dollars in emotional distress, because when I was so when I was in high school, uh, my mom used to buy clothing that was one size too small because for me for herself she felt you. like for me because she felt like it would help motivate me to lose weight. So I bought these like. Pants from Hot Topic that were two sizes too big because I just wanted to have something that felt comfortable. And I wore them to school, and my mom just happened to be volunteering that day. And so she found, she saw me and she saw the pants, and then she charged me $500 in emotional distress for, um, uh, you know, for, for wearing those pants.
0: So yeah.
1: Jay, what do you think of that story? Well, I mean, you guys need a a live-in mediator, I feel. Like somebody who just is able to...
2: I don't live with my parents anymore. Yeah, oh yeah, she wrote up an invoice. She has it. Did I tell you that she has an itemized file on my brother and my father and I of everything that we've done to piss her off or to hurt her feelings? That's so much work. I know because I, I, I had to itemize it for her
1: so you're a willing participant see for me this is where the boundaries come into play because i'd be like what is what are you doing what's this
2: jay we've been over this many times if we if i had boundaries i wouldn't start there like yeah like i you you know it's i want to follow
1: up in i think it was on a rumor mill so if people haven't heard i think you said that your parents had talked about getting that they were separate separating again is that they're still always the...
2: separating they're always in the process of separating
1: okay that's so
2: always a ongoing thing
1: okay so it's nothing no progress has been made there for this time
2: actually well the only thing that good that ever happens is they 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 team up whenever somebody else, somebody is mad at one of them so like right now my grandfather is really pissed off at my mom so they're they're actually doing pretty well because my dad and my mom are are both telling my grandfather to go fuck himself.
1: The enemy so, of the enemy is my friend.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, a couple couple months back, my mom and I got in a huge fight because I was... I got into my dad's Facebook account and started posting very, like, derogatory things about Trump, basically saying that if you believed in Trump, then you're a racist who should be shot. And But under my dad's Facebook, so it was his name, because he had, like, really... He has, like, really shitty, you know new york republican uh friends so they would and then we would get in fights and i would tell them that they were losers with small penises um but as my dad so my dad kept getting messages from people going like dude what the fuck and so my mom got mad at me and so we got in this huge fight and then my parents were like got really uh were were good for a couple of weeks after that because they were mad at me so that actually helped their marriage out a little bit so (laughs)
1: So, you do, you're acting out in order to save the marriage.
2: Yes, exactly. That's how I feel. Sure. I was just doing it because I was trying to blow off some steam, and it, it was like, well, nobody's going to be able to figure out that it's me. So,
1: mm-hmm. meanwhile, I went to my mom's house yesterday and we had a nice um, chicken with rice, and we talked about our family and <laughs> what we're going to do for Mother's Day. Meanwhile, I'm calling Jay to find out if he likes balls or not.
2: Yeah. What meanwhile, was qu- my dad? Yeah. My dad told me that I should just not bother being a parent. I should just
0: focus on being a really fun aunt. Lori, so what, was, was, what was the what were the questions we had for Jay that we were supposed to ask him today? We couldn't ask him. As oh, well?
2: yeah, I wanted to. Well, we wanted to know if he was a ball man. If he, because I was like, I don't know anybody who's who like. I know straight men who are obsessed with their own balls, mm-hmm. like my brother. My brother's obsessed with his own balls, Um but I don't know any gay men who are who other than Joe who are obsessed with other men's balls.
1: Why do you, like, why do you say like, that about Joe? What's that? Cuz
2: Joe is obsessed with other men's balls. I'm not obsessed with other men's balls.
1: Oh yeah, he like balls. man
2: with he loves a man with big balls. Like he loves that's his big thing. Yeah. And um so I was like, do you, are you do you appreciate a good pair of balls or do you know anybody who's really obsessed with men's balls?
1: It's not so really the a...
2: question one.
1: Uh-huh. Question
2: 2 is uh, how big is Paul's penis?
1: <laughs> that came up on Shady Pines. Yeah. Now this is a Golden Girls recap podcast, and I'm wondering how this phone call. Came. I gotta be
2: honest. It was very. It was very relevant to the episode. In fact, <laughs> I think the episode was called "How Big Is Paul's Schlong." Right. And so yeah. So we had to answer.
1: Well, I'll take my questions in order. Uh, balls to me are not the. I think I said it. Yesterday, it's not the first thing that I'm like, goo goo gaga ga, over. It's not what I notice. And I don't really have an obsession with them, but you, they are noticeable. I'll say that. Like, if you're, if Joe, what are you doing?
2: Joe was showing, using that to show us why no, balls. No, I'm constant. You, uh,
0: you're just seeing it right now, but I play with thinking putty when I do shows. This is thinking putty. And it just happened so,
2: to be in
1: the shape of. A
0: sock. Oh, no, I wasn't, he, oh, no, was just,
2: he was showing us yesterday why balls work for a bulge. Why they matter for a bulge. But um, oh, and then my I guess my follow up question to that is, what did your mom say after you hung up the phone? Because even though you weren't answering in any particular way that would give it away that it was Ball's did she go like? What were you guys talking about?
1: She goes, "Your phone is like going crazy. What's going on?" I said, "I don't know. I I'm recording something tomorrow, so it might be about that. Let me call them back." And then I hung up, and I don't think she, like Paul, she didn't ask any follow ups. <laughs> <laughs> People stay out of my business typically.
2: Yeah. Wow, that must be so fun.
1: Yeah. It's nice. are we done with this topic?
2: Well, no. How big is Paul's penis?
1: Yeah. Let me here. Let me get him on air. One sec.
2: I mean, it's a genuine question. I feel what? like... How big is Aiden's penis? Alright, if I separate my fingers, tell me when I've gone too far. Stop.
1: No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't... That's not... I don't think that's fair. That's. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. So,
0: so I should I should give up the game here. We, we didn't really care about the size of Paul's penis. The The question actually was, how would Jay get out of that question? Mm. So yeah i'm pretty get... good at pivoting yeah
1: so it well, was it was I more wouldn't call it pivoting as yeah. coming to a complete stop
0: we knew you we knew you wouldn't answer the question it was more like what is jay going to say to get out of that question
1: yeah there's things where i mean it's overall just because i i signed on quote unquote for like podcasting but i do try to keep most of joe knows i'm not private, but it's like I'll talk to Joe more on the phone and stuff, but on podcasts like I signed up for it. I'm not gonna talk too much about my relationship or anything.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
1: I like Paul, awesome. by the way. You like Paul? No, well, you like... then
2: you know what? Find a different story because the story you tell Let me. Be is tr- you do
1: have two stories. One of them is about how he's mad at John Turtle Tob and the other is what was the other one?
2: The one where he asks a question like a lawyer oh, for a the lawyer paul, yeah, paul, yeah, but yeah i'm not your lawyer so i can't answer
1: that's right
0: yeah i mean i mean I those think are the two I, most think, memorable i think stories. jay will admit i mean there's not paul doesn't provide a lot of stories
1: <laughs> yeah paul's a very active or a very um active listener but he's uh, yeah he's not a participant in much of the conversation
2: well that's I'll a, yeah, that. yeah that's fine yeah well uh, joe what would be your story if you had to describe jay
0: Well, I think this came up on Shady Pines yesterday where it's God, like. Did you guys talk about the Golden Girls at all? Oh, no, we changed the name of the JD Pines. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it's like. we. So, one of the things that came up too, you're, this is going to be a doozy of an episode in June, um, is that I was saying that I can imagine Solandra in a in other words in a sexual relationship not that i'm picturing it but like i don't know if he's the bottom or the top and i don't care but i could see him he and sean have sex i like, can i can imagine that right same thing but then i'll go with taylor and babaloo you know or evan and dan or you know other people right there's something about your energy with you and paul where you guys seem almost like lesbians like friends like like that you guys don't have you guys aren't very affectionate with each other. Um, and so I think you have a very, like, vanilla personality. So I don't know if I have a J-Store. I would just say he's an all-around good guy. That's what I aim to be.
1: <laughs> I love a vanilla
0: fantasy. Like, I imagine J and Paul sleep in the same bed, but that they, like, sleep, like, like, it's, like, I don't know, like, there's, like, a pillow fort between them or something.
2: <laughs> oh, really? I, mean, I yeah. feel like it's one of those things where they're like down and dirty.
0: Well, that's like, what that came up too. Know. We said either that's the case, or you guys have like a really like like ball gags and a sex dungeon in your house and all that stuff. It's one of the two. It's nowhere in the middle.
1: Yeah, and that mystery fun.
0: Yeah, we know you're not going. I know you're not going to answer. I don't expect you to answer. I'm just telling yeah. you what we talked about.
2: I think that but I was talking about on the episode again, the Golden Girl, where we recap the Golden Girls. I yeah. was saying that <laughs> I don't want to know. Like I, yeah, I'm with you. To, I'm with you. I want to assume. I want to assume the best uh, version of a sex life, and I don't want to know other people's sex lives. I'm in know? that
1: same camp. I don't really need to hear about everybody else's like business too much.
2: I did that a lot when I was younger. When I was younger, I was very into everybody's lives. And I'd be like, oh, what... You know, not like Lori now where I'm literally asking you just about asked the size you, of your
1: penis.
0: Yeah, you just literally asked about Paul's penis.
2: <laughs> what I'm saying is, is I would li- I would be like, who ejaculates first? You know, I, I, I would want to know, like, every detail. And then I started being like... I mean, that's like... That's between them, you know? Yeah. And I always ruined the fantasy, too. So... i just rather imagine people having sex
1: than actually... See it for real. I don't say, have that about friends. I don't really think about their like bedroom life. You don't think uh, about Babalu
0: just going to fucking town on Taylor.
1: That's all I think. About.
0: You know what I think about too is that is that like they're fucking so hard and all their little Disney figurines are rattling on the wall. You know, like like the Mickey Mouse and the Sorcerer's Apprentice doll. I was like, Whoa! I was like brooms oh, brooms
1: are being yeah, brooms everywhere. are being. <laughs>
2: See i i had a i had a thought the other day when i was looking at his instagram mm-hmm. of like oh i guarantee those dogs have watched them fuck oh yeah i think I he's guaranteed. talked about it
0: yeah yeah and they just and then they probably do you think they start fucking to like mimic them
2: i think so like the one of them gets on top of the other one and is like yeah
0: this is how <laughs> yeah Let's this is how it. they do it yeah this this is, this, is, this is what i imagine when they're fucking wait hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're still not done here.
2: (laughs) Wait, I am a librarian said I learned one of my friends are a dom sub and in the opposite roles than I would have imagined. Total sex dungeon, apparently. Though they share with one of their moms, so I think it got more subdued. They share a sex dungeon with one of their
1: moms? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is coming in from footage from their nest. Yeah.
2: Oh. Oh. oh.
0: <laughs>
1: I like that you had a tab ready. That tells me a lot.
0: Oh.
2: Oh. You know what is the best part is that some of these, some of the people listening... Might not be on headphones. (laughs) So this this, is blaring to like probably babies and, uh, yeah.
0: Well, what I love love is that, um, (laughs) is that I I, I went for versimilitude on this too, in that I went to Pornhub and put in two fat pigs fucking.
2: Yeah. Also, was that a Disney movie that they were playing?
0: That was the Sorcerer, Sorcerer's Apprentice song from Fantasia that I had.
2: Oh, you were playing that. Oh, oh, I thought they were listening to that.
1: <laughs> it just happened to be the exact video yeah. that you wanted. Yeah. Actually,
0: I, I yeah. audio taped Taylor and Babalu. fucking... <laughs> do you do you think? Because you know, Babalu loves Mario, like Nintendo. Yeah. do you think babaloo dresses up as mario <laughs> <Then> <laughs> I I re- into
1: that pipe i gotta gotta yeah. go down
0: the pipe oh i know, <laughs> you know like.
2: so uh in the same sort of vein one time my girlfriend so over christmas my parents put a bunch of old uh video on a uh, thumb drive and they're doing it in like a process like we're getting we're getting some this christmas then in my birthday, and then uh, next Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we got some thumb drive video. So I was showing Star one time. She came down in, like, I want to say, like, late, early January, and uh, we were watching it, and then we started watching a movie, and then we started fooling around. Well, <laughs> we, I wasn't paying attention, but apparently somehow – we start we accidentally like hit my laptop and started playing my home movies again. So as we're fooling around, I'm hearing my mom's voice. What? But it's it's my mom narrating a video of my brother and I when we're babies, and she's videotaping <laughs> us in front of the TV. And she's like, Oh, Lori fell down again. And I was like, What what's happening? And I look over and I go, and I'm like literally like my hands down my girlfriend's pants, and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't <laughs> <laughs> I hear my mom's voice. Well, it's oh.
0: it, it's so funny that you say that, Laurie. Uh Hold on for a second. Uh, God, where do I? Wait, hold on. Uh, stupid! I, I, everything got moved. I'll find it in a bit, and oh boy, will it be funny!
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll all remember this exact moment. Yeah, we'll so remember, remember the exact moment
0: when this uh, hilarious. Did you ask thing about-
2: earlier? If there was a rapey vibe around Bowser, because people are asking that on Discord.
0: No, but I was talking to to Aiden about how the Phantom of the Opera is really all about grooming.
2: Yeah.
1: you know, I've never seen it. You've never seen the Phantom of the Opera, the musical? No, I don't go to much theater. Mm.
2: Do you like musicals? Yeah. Not really.
1: Oh, you don't? Why? You You can tell us about that. What, Lori? Before I I... say...
2: I don't think I do either. I think I enjoy them, but I don't think I love them the way I thought. And the reason why mm-hmm. is that my girlfriend, her family loves music. They mm-hmm. love music. They love musicals. They will break out in song
1: mm-hmm.
2: on a whim. Mm-hmm. And Star does that all the time. And having being sung at is one of the most jarring experiences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I've gotten used to it but when it was when it happened in the beginning I was like I don't know what to do with my hands like <laughs> what am I what do I do I sit the whole time like she just would sing songs and I'd be like where is this coming from it was so it, I really kind of ruined my like of musicals so, Yeah anyway yeah
1: there's a part I mean there's exception to the rules like I like Rocky Horror Picture Show in Greece like there's ones that I grew up with that cousins showed me Yeah I don't want to interrupt Lord oh. dancing. Oh. oh yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh.
0: It's <sighs> <sighs> an actual audio star learning. <sighs> oh, yeah. I
2: want to go out and dance Oh yeah. Show me
0: to
1: Oh, I wish you had them climaxing oh, yeah. at the at the oh, park.
0: Why are doing That was perfect, it was like the time. Oh, oh yeah. my god, these
2: poor people listening? Oh, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> Hi, I'm on the air, I'm on the podcast.
1: Just thinking of you.
2: <laughs> You're on a podcast yeah. with me. Uh, is it true that you just randomly sing oh, yeah. throughout the day? I Do I oh, yeah. sing? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. General... I guess um, in general, I guess I do. Yes. Okay. All right. I love you. Bye. She was a real dead.
1: I told you guys about the funeral that my sister went to when she was first dating her now husband, where the guy put porn on during the, like the slideshow of pictures, like porn popped up on the TV.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I I don't don't think you
1: told this story. Have you told this story? I think so. I thought I did, but yeah, she was. She had just started dating um, her now husband, and her his cousin had died, and they had a slideshow that the AV guy was going to run, you know, during the ceremony or I, I guess ceremony, whatever you call it. And so she's sitting there, and all of a sudden, it goes from pictures of his cousin to full on like hardcore porn.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Now was this the funeral director had this. On his computer, or yeah. if it was something that was requested? <laughs> yeah,
1: the family wanted yeah, to just. He really be liked
0: counting. porn. Do you think we could get some of that there?
2: <laughs> I can't be honest with you. I feel like that would be something Joe would request. Like after <clears> the fourth <throat> picture, just so a man getting his ass blown out.
1: Yeah, yeah, can you have somebody from what's the studio that you like? Um, Cocky Boys? cocky boys can you have just like two cocky boys do a live theater for us and just yeah. fuck on my casket yeah <laughs> not can a bad make, idea i I'd you go to that
0: funeral ha- make that happen jay
1: okay i know a few of them
0: you know the other day i was in the garage doing something i don't remember what i was doing my dad comes up to me and he goes oh, hey yeah no. uh, he gives me an envelope and it's from it says lawson on it right and i go oh. this is the other day this is the other day Just to be known and I go, I open up the envelope and it's a, it's a card. And it says, Happy Valentine's Day. So I text Lawson a picture of this card and said, My fucking parents just handed this to me. And he goes, he writes back, Are you fucking joking me? And I went, No, they literally just handed it to me like here. And he goes, That was from 2020. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my so it wasn't even this past Valentine's Day. It was the Valentine's Day before the 2020.
2: Wait, and so Mike Lawson never once said, hey, did you get that card I sent you?
0: I don't remember if he did or not. I don't sit there and wow. remember everything Mike Lawson said to me. Jay, what's been going on with you? We've been manipulating this. Lori's been talking about porn the whole time. What are, what are, what are I, you mean? Okay.
1: <laughs> Requesting um, yeah. that song with <laughs> her sex tape yeah. over it. Um, well, Mike sent me a huge uh, teddy bear with a big box of chocolates for the past few years. So, I'm sad you only got a card. Mike Lawson for Valentine's Day.
2: Yeah, he's been sending me uh, edible arrangement,
1: but mm-hmm. it's just. Lori Scholarly. doesn't know it wasn't an edible arrangement.
0: <laughs> he was just eating it. <laughs> it Mike like it was just flowers. <laughs> well, it was. It was. Uh,
1: yeah, I did flower... taste this- the, the well, floral notes yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um what's going on with me <clears throat> i actually had have had quite a week uh i got a gig mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see if next i i'm complaining that they had teleprompter yeah, um yeah i got i'm gonna be doing some stuff for amazon for their Ooh. they do like a live stream where they have a carousel of products and so tomorrow I go to the studio and I am basically like a QVC, which I'm going to take my notes from Mariah Carey and Liza Minnelli. Yeah. Hi, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> You're my mentor and I love you. <laughs> and I won't forget it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the new thing. It's I've just been getting prepped for that. Um, It's like, yeah, thank you. I'm very happy. Are there any
0: cool products you can give us a tea on?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all stuff. The The new one that they're excited about is Kindle has a new waterproof, like the reader. The um, oh. you know, like the oh. basic book well, one, but now Laurie's it's waterproof because it. I guess a lot of people were reading in the pool.
0: What? Well, no, it's the women were all reading the trashy romance novels in the tub, and uh, you know, queuing oh, up, yeah. queuing up the pool queue, if you will.
2: I I read underwater. That's how I do all my <laughs> <I> reading. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this is perfect for you. Yeah,
0: Lori likes to have it, like when she's reading, like when she was reading like the Little Mermaid and something like that. She likes to yeah. pretend like she's there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just am yeah. like, alright, I gotta go I gotta go read up my cement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> well also she and she doesn't want to admit this. Sometimes when she and Star like for instance, you and Paul Cuddle when you watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. She climbs inside Star and cozies up with the book inside Star. I do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's I get like in a, her uh, canal. Yeah, and then it's Star like Britain.
1: in Star Wars when he climbs into the is it the Tum yes. Tum. T- yeah, it's the uh um, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, that's going to bother me now if I don't remember. It's with a T and its I want to that Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Tattooing,
2: but I know that's not it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on. Somebody's is...
2: screaming at the.
0: I know. No what is... is. Taylor right just... now is running to his. Uh... He's getting out of his bathtub. Yeah. What does Luke
1: Humble say? Humble
0: Pie.
2: Humble Pie is like going crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Humble Pie probably turned this off anyway uh so you you have that new cool gig any news on your on your cheating friend I no know. this
1: yeah. just oh i mean i did go what did i tell you guys last i, I went on a duffy boat a tauntaun that's what it is okay tauntaun tauntaun uh i went and it was han solo luke han solo <laughs> mm, it's been a while um So I went on a Duffy boat with my friends because one of my friends is moving to Idaho. So that has been, that was a really good, like kind of opening into social because I got to see a few friends who I haven't seen really since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, but I felt safe because all of us were vaccinated and we were outside on a boat the whole time. So it was kind of the perfect afternoon. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, I don't like boats very much, but it was Mm -hmm. nice. And we got to play music. We got to hang out in the harbor for a little bit down in Newport, Mm -hmm. which was really, it was a really nice afternoon. Um, we have a, we're trying to figure it out, but we have some friends who we've been wanting to see, and their vaccine kick. The the guy who got his last vaccine kicks in the end of this week, so we're going to try to put something together. But I don't know what. I still haven't had people in the house, so I'm. It, it might go that way, but I don't know how. Are you guys? Where are you at with seeing people?
2: Uh, I right now. I my aunt and I want to play it really safe. So she got she got her shot I think last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting until the set, after the 7th to do anything. Uh
0: I I you know as far as people who are fully vaccinated, I'm down
1: just to be back to normal.
0: But I don't think I really want to be with people who aren't vaccinated. Yeah. No.
1: Well, according to Joe Rogan, yeah, don't and- have to i don't know i don't even want to get into him unless that's one of Lori's news stories but yeah it's just been a very uh there's a lot of fellowships that are coming up for me that um or like the deadlines are coming in March in may so i've been i've gone through my pilot i have my two specs and then some another um writing sample because they're all asking for packets so keeping my fingers crossed for that and then once may is over i'll be so happy because i just feel like i'm putting application and application ends and it's it's not a lot of work, but it's just the stress of making sure everything's right. Like I read the instructions five times just to make sure I have the right title page or the right requirements so that I'm not sending in the wrong thing and get disqualified.
0: It's so funny that you say that. You just reminded me I've been sort of not mad about this today, but it sort of bothered me a little bit. Is but before I tell you this, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the air, told it somewhere or whatnot. It's a story actually that my cousin Richard told me that he had read about Michael Jackson. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um where one time and, I, and if you've heard the story from me before i'm sorry but it's relevant to this but um one time he and his band were recording and they were like going way into the night like very into the night like late 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 into the night to the, finally the point where the the, po- the producer was like listen michael everyone's tired we got to go home and he was like no we have to keep going because if i don't god's going to give my idea to prince right and um that's all that story's always stuck with me because to me it's always been that you know the ideas we have don't belong to us they're loan. they're on they're on we're they're we're we borrow them from the universe so to speak not to get too Marion williamson about it but like um they're on loan to us and if we don't use them then they go to somebody else right and i saw today that apple tv uh, sign an exclusive podcast deal with this person who's making like a—I don't know how many parts it is—but a Siegfried and Roy limited series as a behind the scenes of Siegfried and Roy. And I was like, "Fuck!" That was one of my ideas, you know. In fact, I even—I was in the—I was in the car when I saw it, so I just like quickly, forwarded it to my friend Adam de la pena and he called me, and I couldn't take the call, but. um but uh he later texted me saying oh wait i actually read the article he's all i literally thought you were sending me an article that apple bought your podcast and i was like no <laughs> and so uh yeah but uh yeah but it, it it's it's making me it's kind of put lit a fire kind of under my ass to be like i have to get on these ideas yeah or else god's gonna give them to prince so girlfriend Laurie, he was so um. yeah Lori, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> what do you have to say look like you're itching to say something
2: Nobody steals my ideas
0: ever. So, huh? I don't know what that No, wait, you told a story the other time that somebody stole your idea.
2: Yeah, no, I know. I was just kidding. Um, no, I I kind of feel the same way. I think that that also brings up a big argument in the comedy community where I feel like people forget that there is a limited amount of topics to discuss. And so, people are constantly saying that other people have Stolen their material, which, you know, has been proven to be true in some aspects. But in other aspects, it's like if you're talking about dating, if your whole material is about dating, you know, you're going to run into the same joke as somebody else. That's just mm-hmm. going to happen. And so I think that people get called out for stealing. I, I know a couple of uh, SNL skits have been called out for stealing comedy comedy people and it's like really do you think that happened or you Mm -hmm. think that maybe one of the writers just wrote a joke wrote it and it's such a similar a generic joke that it happened to be the same as yours so
1: it's called parallel thinking like where you have the same thoughts and the same beats of a sketch or something you
2: know I watch uh I watch Samantha V I watch Jimmy Kimmel I watch Stephen Colbert and I watch um Seth Meyers And I will say, on average, at least one joke a night is almost identical.
1: Hmm.
2: So it's like, you know, how you can't... There's only so many jokes out there that you can grab from.
1: And the references and everything. Yeah, I get that.
2: So I think that, um, you know, saying people steal your stuff is a little... But I do agree. I think that you should jump on ideas because you never know when people are going to be are thinking about that the same idea. And then they might be the ones to jump and actually do something with it.
0: Lori, you said you had a second story. What was it?
1: I don't remember. It was thrilling about a classroom.
0: Well, I was talking to Jay today about a story I saw about this gay guy. Listen to this, Lori. Actually, I told Jay, I go, I'm dying to hear what Lori's thoughts are on this. Okay. Gay guy is cleaning his kitchen. Okay.
2: A gay guy is cleaning his kitchen. Yeah. Okay. That's the end
0: of the story. Later, everybody. No. And then. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: Swiffer up his butt. Yeah. There he, we go.
0: He fell in go. He fell down and Swiffer, Swiffer, went, Swiffer went up his butt. No. And he saw behind the refrigerator a blinking light. A blinking light. And he realized it was a recording device. So he confronted his boyfriend about it. And his boyfriend admitted that he had been recording him. Uh since uh-huh. a fight that they had in the in the winter. Why? Strangely the 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 gay guy is not breaking up with the boyfriend, I don't think. Well, this is according to it was one of those ask those sex questions, like sex in the city kind of things. Like what should I do? Right? Oh. Uh, so my question to you is what would you do if you can't star like recording you?
2: I mean like she tracks me on my phone. She has my location. hey, uh-huh. so, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I would f- want to know why. Uh-huh. But I don't think she would do that. So I think if it came to that, if she had to record me, I think we would be in trouble.
1: So. Is that an
0: instant get out, Jay?
1: For me, it is. Yeah. yeah. I am... In, not that I was planning like I was doing anything wrong, but that just shows that I'm always st- like walking on glass mm-hmm. and I or eggshells. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> What's the thing? Um, and I think that if I feel like they're doing that, then there's other things that they don't trust me about. And so if that trust isn't there, I just don't know why we're in a relationship in the first place. Oh, very interesting.
2: Yeah, I think we. it would definitely be, for me, I don't know if it would be a... a... An immediate go away, but I I think it would be a definite. Like we should seek counseling.
0: Oh, yeah, there'd be no chance you could that Paul could get you back, but Paul would never do that.
1: I I would hope not. I don't think so. I mean, but the the way that I always phrase it is like I love being in a relationship, but I was fine when I was single too. So if the if that happened, or if there was like a a, something that came up where I was just like, this isn't okay, and that's not how I want to live my life. Like that's not like my standard. I don't mind, you know, it, 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 I've said it so many times, it would be really hard and I'm sure like, it's easier to say this than when it actually would come down to it. But, um, my, my happiness is first and I don't, that wouldn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. That isn't yeah. what I look for in a relationship. I, it's Samantha Jones. <laughs> I love you, but I love me more.
0: <laughs> wow. Look at her. When
1: and, you're well, broke.
2: that, but that was a dub breakup. They shouldn't have broken up. Yeah. They, that was just for the movie, and that was stupid. I hated that actually. So. Oh
1: wow! Yeah, but I, I mean, it is a line that sticks with me because it's true. Like I, I have respect for myself, and it's a, uh, it, and it's hard because with hypotheticals, like the the thing that I brought up a few weeks ago with my friend who found out that her boyfriend was on Tinder, mm-hmm. or her husband was on mm-hmm. Tinder. What do yeah. you? I mean, for me, it's easy to say. Get, what are you doing? Like it's happened once; it's going to happen again. For me, that trust is gone, like that, and Mm -hmm. that's what I think relationships are built on—is trust. Like I think that's a a foundation. Yeah. So it's it's hard for me to say. I would be okay with him recording because he did it a few months ago, and it would be different if he said, "Hey, I'm going to put something to record us." I I, I guess if I was in on it, maybe Mm -hmm. I would. But that would that would be even weirder to me. Actually, I'm going to record us.
2: Yeah, that would be weird. But I um. Yeah, I well the cheating thing that's a whole other thing. I think it's one of those things where it's like you have to there I think there are just some people who just do not do well by themselves. You yeah. know, they mm-hmm. just do not like not be, like being single, not being in a relationship, and mm-hmm. I think they would rather be in a shitty relationship than be in a be than be by themselves.
1: Yeah. I had an experience, I don't, I don't know if I've ever talked about it, but I had an experience with a guy who, um I was probably like 24, 25, and I really liked him, I had a huge crush, we would hang out all the time, but he did not give me that same respect, and it was just like, he would give me the bare minimum to keep me interested and make me feel like that's what, like we were on the same level. But after a while, I'm like, now I'm seeing kind of that I'm not, and it was a conversation and... I said, you're not giving me what I want. So I got out of it. It's just a, I don't know. I just want people to have their, their self-respect.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it also comes from confidence. I mean, I had a similar thing happen where I had a person who was feigning interest in me. And I was like, oh, well, this is the relationship I'm going to be in for the rest of my life. But then it wasn't even a relationship. Like she Mm -hmm. was dating other
1: people and. would you have stayed in that just to be is it kind of like i'd rather have something than nothing
2: no because i had to stop because it just became too much emotional pain like the thing that actually broke it was that every single time she we would plan to meet up she would all uh, some emergency would befall her Mm -hmm. and she would she wouldn't be able to make it and She'd like, I think we would plan like, let's say we plan like 10 times to meet up. She'd meet up once and it was always like at least 45 minutes late. Um yeah, that's rude. If, if like, I mean, there were some times where she, we would go to a movie and she would show up an hour and a half late and we would have to watch a t- totally different movie. And so I would be like, you know. I'd be pissed, but I'd still be like, "All right, I'm going to go to the movie, but I'm not going to be happy
1: about it." <laughs> but you're one of the most outspoken people. Why were you were you silent or silenced? Like, why did you feel at that point why Why wouldn't you say anything?
2: Because I I was like I was I was not confident in myself, so I definitely was like, "It's fine," you know. And also when you're when you like somebody and they give you a load of BS, you sort of rationalize it. You're like, "Okay." She had to help her friend get her, you know, stay with her friend because her friend's car got towed. And, you know, so it's just like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, so anyway, so I went to the gym and we were supposed to meet up and I went to the gym and I was, I was like, it was sort of like a test, which is not healthy. Because I feel like once you have to test somebody, that already means that the relationship is not. And it, again, it wasn't a relationship. It was like a flirty friendship at best. But for yeah. me, it was like as close to a relationship as I, as I thought I was going to get. So I gave her a test and I was like, okay, we'll meet sh- meet down here because her parents lived in Tustin. And I was like, meet down here. And she was dating somebody else at the time. <laughs> so it wasn't even, again, not a relationship. Yeah. But that's just, I'm just telling you what I, how I rationalized it in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gave her a, t- I said, we'll meet down here. And she was in Los Angeles. So she's meeting me in Tustin and she was in Los Angeles and I, I live, you know, close to Tustin. So I was like, I'm going to go to the gym for 20 minutes, go home, shower, go down there. Right. I leave the gym and she's like, she was still in Los Angeles. And we were supposed to, it was like 7.30, and we were supposed to meet at 8 o'clock. And I was like, there's no way that she's going to make it. And so at around 8.10, she goes, oh, I lost my phone. I can't find my phone. She sends me a Facebook message. And I said, well, how are you sending a Facebook message? And she goes, oh, I'm at this girl's house, and I am able to message you, but I can't find my phone. And so then I just sent her a message that said, I feel like every single time we meet, we agree to hang out. Some emergency happens to you, so for your safety, I feel like we shouldn't be friends anymore. That's
0: good that's for her safety. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, just because she. Yeah. You know, I, so let me get this, get this straight. It. So Lori, I just want to get this straight. You and this girl, yeah. had a pre-arranged time that you ran by her, and she was supposed to show up on time. But you're mm-hmm. saying every single time she didn't show up on time. No.
2: But, like, by, like, several, like, by, like, an hour.
1: And see, I'm so petty. I would do the, I would, I would show up four hours later and be like, well, you know, you you taught me how to treat you, so I just assumed that you are going to be that late. Yeah. Jo- yes? Oh. Are we done? Uh, I was going to well, ask what oh, your point ahead. of view was. On what?
2: I was going to heard... tell another side story oh, about how. Her sister was this really shitty hairstylist and I, I wanted, I was going to get my haircut and she goes, go to my sister and I'll meet you there and we'll hang out. So I went to her sister, got like the worst haircut ever and, uh, she never showed up. So I ended up having to pay and the girl was like, I'll give you a discount because we're friends. It's $150. And I was like, what? What? So I had to pay $150 for a shitty haircut.
1: yeah, I actually. That better be the best haircut you ever had for 150.
2: It was the worst. What? It was such a bad haircut.
1: Who Hold is up! Having that conversation.
2: <laughs> Hold up! Wait a minute.
1: Jill, I was going to ask, what is your thoughts on the on the couple? Like, what would that do for you?
0: Aiden, I actually talked about this. Um, I think it would be a very. I wouldn't be as as I'm closer to Jay than I am to Lori, but like. It would be a very serious conversation.
2: Well, like, look, if if the guy if if my girlfriend was like, yeah, I just put it there because I wanted to see what you were doing, I would be like, no, we're not doing it. this. Isn't it. like it would have to be like a legitimate. I would have to honestly like, it would be like, oh, the landlord said that you know something happened, so I put up a recording to see what happens throughout the day so I could prove mm. the landlord. It would have to be something that it wasn't about me. Yeah, but. Explained why she was recording throughout Mm -hmm. the day.
1: You said the art, the question asked though was that it was relevant to the writer, right?
2: But it it was like about a fight that they had. So was he like trying to like get dirt on the guy? Yeah. Or is it like my my dad? My dad bought a recorder because he wanted to record my mom when they got in fights, and but he couldn't figure out how to turn on the recorder so hmm. i
1: remember yeah. this i remember this this this,
0: wait, this so, story's come up before jay yeah so and he,
1: we said why doesn't he use his iphone and then he oh, said oh yeah laurie said that he didn't want to be he wants to be more discreet but he couldn't figure out how to do the recording
2: so we had to return it and so but yeah but he couldn't figure it out and mm-hmm. it was literally like a giant button that says record that's mm-hmm. all you had to do <laughs>
1: it's like comically yeah. just one big red button <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> record it's just,
2: it's just a record button um but no he couldn't figure it out but yeah but i mean my aunt and i when we get in arguments we always say we're gonna record each other because you know somebody will say something and then just the other day my aunt my aunt said something and i was like you said this and she goes i did not i never would say that in a million years i would never and i was like you literally just said it
0: what was the story you told me the other day it was about your aunt Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, Lori called me. She was very upset about her aunt, and I was like, "Lori, what is?" I just think. Oh, Oh, yeah. Go ahead.
2: I remember this story. Yeah. So, my aunt, my big the big argument in our family is tone. How how you how you deal with people? Your Mm -hmm. tone, you know. So, for example, uh. Joe and you guys would have to change your tones. Who? When you talk to my family. Because it's very, like, you have to be very, like, hi, how are you? You know, like, flowery all the time. Because the tone has to be very, um, you know, pleasant. Because if it's not pleasant, then they'll be like, well, what's with the tone? So anyway, so I, um, I come out of the Living room. Long story short, I come out of the living room. My aunt and I have this huge fight because she said that when she asked if I was going to get something to eat, I gave her a tone. So she she got angry at me and she told, she said "fuck you." Oh my so god! then, kind of t- so then I took the TV from the living room. What? Yeah. So I took the TV. I unplugged the TV from the living room, and my aunt. <laughs> you've been to my house, Joe. Yeah. My room looks into the kitchen. Like you can see my, into my room from the kitchen. So, um, I took the TV and I put and my aunts in the, in the, uh, kitchen putting away dishes. And I took this big ass, you know, 50, 60 inch TV and put it in my room, put it on my bed and unplugged it. And I said, look, if you're going to be a bitch about it, I'm not going you're not going to be able to watch TV. And so I unplugged the TV. Well, then we started talking and we, you know, we, uh, settled it. So then I had to take the TV back and put it back on the stand in the living room. So I put the TV back and I'm trying to figure out all the plugs and everything. And cause they had a sound bar and I just get into the sound bar and my aunt comes in the room and she goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm put, putting the TV back. And she goes, why, why did you, what, why did you, what happened to the TV? I go, I took the TV. She goes, you took the TV. I said, yes. She goes, When did you take the TV? I go, just now. You didn't see me lugging a TV. You were in the kitchen. We were yelling at each other. You didn't see me lugging this TV into my room. No, I didn't see that at all. I go, you didn't see me taking it out of my room and bring it. No, I didn't see that at all. So (laughs) I did it for nothing. I did it for nothing.
1: You paid the price for for no reason.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I had to unplug and replug. Also, there's a cord that I took out of the TV that it goes nowhere and you guys fun.
1: you guys get in a fight about you taking the tv yeah <laughs> you're like all right now i'm unplugging it again just take the hdmi cord and then save yourself the tri- i mean then she can't use anything <laughs> if i can suggest Laurie
0: carrying like a whole tv comically like i
2: was gonna break it yeah. like i was like oh man i hope i don't break this thing but I was like so pissed off. But then, like, what really frustrated—yeah, what really frustrated me is she didn't see me do it, and she was staring right at me. So I was like, "How did you not see me take the TV?" I
0: can't. All right, well, let's just end the show there, guys. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> yeah. being here. Let me go back to that tea. Lori, where can everybody find you?
2: Uh, you can find me uh, at Lori Lyre on Instagram and Twitter. Get it while you can, because I'm thinking when I become a full teacher, I'm going to just quit social media. Um, and then, uh, what's that face?
1: No, you're not. <laughs> you love the fight uh, too yeah. much.
2: No, I'm going to. I haven't fought with anybody. I feel like Lori online. quits,
0: quote unquote, quit social media at least once a year.
2: Um, uh, and then I, uh, but for reals, I think I'm going to quit social media. And then, um, I really am and then but i'll be on bloody podcast so i'll still be tweeting on bloody at bloody podcast i just well, yeah. won't have my <laughs> own designated yeah. Cause no letter. one
0: hears that you'll be safe
2: so
1: no bloody uh, podcast will be calling trump people little dicks yeah, <laughs> be, yeah. what's this podcast yeah
2: <laughs> so uh at bloody podcast and then justice and i uh my friend justice and i have a new podcast called justice and laurie are working on it or i think it's working on it or working things out i don't know just look it up it's on
1: <laughs> available on Apple Podcast. It's your own and podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Something, Find It. It's <laughs>
2: called Justice and Loray something. L- working something. There we go.
1: <laughs> Jay, what about you? Um, I actually want to promote something that I have no involvement. I watched Rue McClanahan win her Emmy, and it's a really good video. I think people should go watch that. You know, it's so funny that you say that. I watched
0: about... Twenty minutes of uh, a Paley Center, two thousand six, uh, Golden Girls, um, uh, like reunion with some of the writers yeah. and stuff like that. And you know what's strange is, I know you're not going to believe it. They didn't talk about the Golden Girls. They just talked about the size of Paul's penis. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole panel. Yeah, That's and, what whether, and whether, whether whether other people like balls like I do. It was yeah. the whole panel. Well, Betty White weighed in. Rue McClanahan.
1: Like, show of hands in the audience. We'll turn on the house lights. Like, yeah. <laughs> Who likes balls as much as Joe Batanz
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, good old Paley. All
0: right, guys. Yeah. I'm, I, I You would think I would talk about this. I'll probably talk about this Joe Bataan since we put. I've had an exhausting day. Um, where like Verizon phones were down. Lori and I were trying to communicate. And- oh yeah, mm-hmm. that
2: was frustrating.
1: So now, like it just hit me in
0: the middle of the show. Where I'm just like, I'm exhausted.
1: As if you work for Verizon, you had to fix something.
0: Yeah, I was personally. I was like, I had like, the, I had my the headphones. I was like, <laughs> hold on, like frantically plugging things in and out of a, You've been a, a driving switchboard, from house
2: to house, yeah. trying to get people.
0: Yeah, the I, boards. I, yeah, I told Pu- putting I recording devices my, behind refrigerators.
2: I turned off my phone, and uh, turned off my phone like right right after I had called them the first time. turned it off and turned it back on. And he's like, I think you got to turn it off and turn it back on. I go, I did it the first time. And he goes, well, just do it again. And then I did it. And he goes, see, <laughs> I told you.
1: <laughs> like, like the re- joke. Goes, Verizon was down, so I had a very stressful
0: time. Guys, okay. I didn't tell this story. I was so angry today. So my mom went out with uh, her cousins, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She calls us because she had said she was going to bring back lunch because they were going to go shopping and she was going to bring back lunch. She calls us to to tell us we should get our own lunch. They're going to go out and get lunch themselves, right? Okay, whatever. Who cares? When she calls, what was happening is you would call and then the call would immediately fail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we, but we didn't know Verizon was down. We thought that she was in a bad reception. So she leaves and walks up the street, you know, to try and get a good reception and then we're trying to call her using the house phone our phone but blah, 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 every it's like a mix it's a mishmash well finally uh she had been texting and in this she texted my dad just come pick me up i'm really stressed out because she had to be somewhere by two o'clock she like, i don't know if i'm gonna make it or not i'm really stressed out come pick me up or whatever right i mean when my dad's somewhere else we can't get a hold of him i figure out that verizon's down but i can't tell her because there's no way to get a hold her because verizon's down so finally she uses a landline from the restaurant to call the house. And I tell her Verizon's down, dad went to go get something to eat for himself.
1: I'm working on it.
0: And I go, and then she, and then she goes, oh, "Okay." And now she's in front of her friend, by right? her cousins. And she's like, I go, "Do you still want dad to go pick you up?" "No." "Why? No, I don't have to be picked up, Joey." <laughs> And I was like, oh, she has to, the teenager, has to be cool in front of her friends. And we're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then, um, but it was like that. And then she goes, and you guys keep calling me the whole the whole time I'm getting an interview because you guys are calling me. She's. My, I told my dad, he's like, she called us.
1: She called Close us. the call log, record her.
0: <laughs> I need, I need Lori's mom to start keeping track of these things.
1: Yeah, <laughs> invoice. Send an invoice. But
0: uh, Aiden called me in the middle of this, and I was just, Aiden, I'm too tired. I can't right now. Like I'm so worked up and chaotic and anxious right now i need i need to like meditate and call you back
1: why do you take that on i mean, this is for a whole i, episode I know
0: i know well you know i don't know i don't know because what's funny is they snap right back to it they're normal but yeah. it stays with me i'm like that yeah. abused child so now i'm just exhausted it's been an exhausting day Anyway. Alright, we'll you see. Know you know guys- what you
2: should do is you should go down to somebody you should go down to a restaurant and call them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know you're right.
2: <laughs> and be like, I'm just letting you know that I'm getting dinner by myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, we'll see you guys next week. I want this music to end naturally, so I'm just gonna it has like only a few more seconds. I don't know what to say. I Can't think they went and had this. dinner without me. By the way, <laughs> we should call them. How long is this song? It's right
2: long because we had like a. Well, no, I had the middle out. part.
0: I had the middle part in the loop, so now I'm, let, oh. I'm letting it finish. It's going to finish right now. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, oh, well, I'll see you next week on throwing down. We'll see you two in two weeks. All right. I never heard the end of this song before.
2: Come on, Teletubby. <laughs>